time to go. Easton shoved the last of his toiletries in his travel bag and walked through the small one-bedroom apartment to make sure he hadn't forgotten anything. Laptop, check. Phone in his pocket. Drawers empty, nothing under the bed. Bathroom cabinet clear. He glanced around the room one last time before he slung his laptop bag over his shoulder, picked up his large duffel, dug the keys to his rental car from his pocket, and opened the door to pouring rain. It came down in sheets, blurring the normally lush, tropical gardens that surrounded the tiny cottage he'd called home for the past three months. Apparently, So Miguel wasn't happy to see him go. Squinting through the murk, he took a deep breath and bolted in the direction he'd parked the car. A push of the remote button caused the headlights to blink, and the trunk popped open. He tossed everything in the back, slammed it closed, then ducked inside, pulling the driver's door behind him. His shorts and hoodie were soaked, and would probably remain that way for a while. Only then did he see a little blue Peugeot parked directly in front of him, blocking the only way out. Going somewhere, Mail Chaudoua? Easton jumped and swung his gaze to the side. Sama sat in the passenger seat, arms folded, back straight, jaw taut. Her dark brown eyes fumed at him through the gloomy early morning light. She looked as put together as she always did. Long, wavy black hair, pullover top, skinny jeans, and heeled sandals. But instead of the easy smile she usually wore, her plush, kissable lips had tightened into a straight, angry line. Easton looked away and ran his hand across the back of his neck, giving it a quick massage. He'd begun traveling at the age of 20, and after eight years of experience, he'd learned that goodbyes should be treated like an expired passport, avoided at all costs. They were awkward, uncomfortable, and when a woman was involved, typically tearful and dramatic, though he didn't understand why. Each and every woman he dated had known from the beginning that he didn't plan to put down roots, at least not deep ones. That was one of the reasons he never let relationships move beyond a certain point. When it was time for him to leave, he needed to be able to uproot himself easily and move on. Staying was never an option. Unfortunately, no matter how clear he tried to make that, the few goodbyes he'd attempted earlier in his travels had ended in disaster. When Molly, from Thailand, had served him a sharp slap to the cheek and threatened to send her father after him, Easton had decided that goodbyes weren't for him. It was so much easier and less painful to leave the way he'd come, quietly, without fanfare, incident, or emotions. How had Sama known he was leaving this morning? How long had she been sitting in his car? He probably should have locked the doors, but the near-zero crime rate in the Azores had gotten him out of the habit. Not that it would have mattered if he had. Her car now blocked the only exit, so a confrontation would have happened regardless. Well? The shrill voice came again, her Portuguese accent stronger than before. Sama was beautiful, passionate, and adventurous. It's what had attracted him to her in the first place. Her small and lithe body could scurry up and down mountains, leap from the tops of waterfalls, and dive deep below the surface of the ocean. Those petite arms could wind around him in a way that made kissing her its own adventure. His time with her had been the equivalent of a thrill ride. Exciting and exhilarating, but now, over.